everyone, this is Vegan Snack Attack. I am your host, John Wiener, and with me today... Do you want to introduce yourself, or do you want me to go for it? Um, well, you, you have, you're the host. So he you is can... the author of a brand new vegan cookbook. How long have you been vegan? Uh, just over five years. Five, five years, years mm-hmm. has gone from... Uh, you, you worked as a chef before? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, I... Before you go to it, it's Brian Patton. Yeah. He's the sexy vegan. He's got this new Thank cookbook you. out, The Sexy Vegan. Uh, simple, simple title. That's it. That's Extraordinary food from an ordinary dude. I love it. Subtitle. There, yeah. One of the cool things about this book is that it's not just that it's easy to follow recipes, mm. but it's fun to read. Thank you. Because you put so much of yourself into the descriptions of what you're doing and, and the explanations of, of what people are making mm-hmm. that uh, I found it very interesting. Like... You normally wouldn't be able to pick up a cookbook and find yourself laughing. So that well, that's a great compliment. Yeah. Thank you. That, I mean, that is because uh, I do. Uh, it started. I was doing these uh, little YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they basically started. It was just for fun. Like I just wanted to entertain my friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometime in two thousand six, my friend was told me about YouTube, and I was like, "Well, I could do what? Yeah, right. and I could like curse and shit. And, can I curse? Yes. Are we, yeah, are yeah. we keeping this yeah, kid friendly? Yeah, and, you know, well." That, that's fine. Okay, sorry about that. But anyway, so uh, so I was like, oh, I'll just make a little cooking video and I'll call it the sexy vegan because uh-huh. you know it'll be funny. People will be like, oh, it's probably like a girl in a bikini. But yeah, right. And it's just like me. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> but you're already watching it, so you might as well learn yeah. something. But anyway, so then what, years later, when when I got contacted by the publisher, their uh-huh. thing was like, if you can put your videos on paper, like we'll have a great book, which is kind of amazing that mm-hmm. now you can do that because you have qr codes on mm-hmm. several pages in the book mm-hmm. that people that'll send people to videos that's right i think that's brilliant Thank uh, you. I, I i mean i don't know of any other cookbooks that do that or any other books i mean was that your idea uh, that, that was my idea that's brilliant. i must take full credit for uh, that idea. if nobody else has done that then I'm I'm serious. We're gonna start seeing that a lot. Uh, probably. I have I haven't seen it before, but uh-huh. it just made sense because my entire existence in the book world was because uh-huh. of videos. Right. So I should probably have a video element in the book. And I, from the get go, right. I I, uh, I I said you know we talked about that because you know the process of a book from the time they contact you it's like two uh-huh. years. So in the very early stages, I was like, yeah, I want to have some video you know, element to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And then like, you know, a year later, I, I started seeing the QR codes. I was like, here's what we need to Bam, do. perfect. And I was like, I did it. I was like, I can't even believe how easy it is to generate these <laughs> QR codes. Yeah, and right. I sent them the stuff and they were like, okay, let's do it. And then we did it. And it's, it's pretty cool. Just to, to step aside from like the whole cookbook thing, it's so cool that we can do those things now. Uh, a friend of mine, when QR codes first became mm-hmm. kind of like a thing with like the post- Postal servers and things like that. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine developed something called gum spots, where you take a picture with your camera or do something with your fo- camera phone, mm-hmm. which at the time was like a brand new thing, and you go on like um, like city sidewalks, okay. and the little like black splotches, uh-huh. so you call them gum spots. Sure. It'll recognize those and it knows your location. It, it can you, tell what? you what's around. Yeah, it's crazy. That's nuts. So it's it's but this is a, such a similar thing to yeah. do. Um, and it actually kind of reminded me 
and this might be a little strange, uh, the movie Big, okay. <laughs> uh, part of the, what they were doing was they were developing a comic book. Like they oh, yes, a comic book with videos, Which is like with iPads and tablets and things like that. Right. That's one choose... version of it, but this is like an actual book that you mm-hmm. carry around that with the right device on you, you can... You know, watch watch videos right totally, there. and and it was just like, the, yeah. you know, the videos that I did. Uh, you know, there are just some things that you have to see. You know, you can right. explain it in, sure. in words, but yeah. you know, some things that were just better seeing demonstrated. I was like, okay, those are the recipes and uh-huh. those are the like procedures that I'm going to do these little videos for. And of course, they're like, you know, a little little funny quips and stuff in them too. So they're in the essence of the other right. sexy vegan videos. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like an incentive to, you know, get this book is it's not just your everyday ordinary cookbook. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something way, it's several things way beyond that. And, and the other thing about the QR codes that, that are about having that video element because the, the videos live like on a YouTube channel. Sure. So YouTube allows you to add little links into your video after mm-hmm. you've posted it. So say I have a recipe for, you know, one of the demonstrations that I do is for like these seitan sausages, right? Uh-huh. So then I think of another recipe that to use these seitan sausages in. So I add that link to the video that already exists that's connected to the QR code in the book. And then I that's tweet awesome. out, Facebook out, hey, yeah. go to page 22, uh, scan the QR code and click on the link. Now you ha- now I, I've added a recipe to the book. It's the so things, the book can expand the as much as do. I want it it's to It's so do. cool. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we started talking about it before, but let's rewind all the way back before mm. you became vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about your life at the time and what made you decide yeah. to take the leap and sure. make a change sure. in your life. Actually, I, I gotta say, this is, this is weird. This is the first, like one of these that I've done where uh-huh. I've been sitting next to someone, sitting in front of someone. And uh-huh. I'm like, how much eye contact do we make? <laughs> like, is it weird Listen, if I make too much this or is too a, little? Usually I'm like, Brian, this is a safe place. Okay. Uh, just, if, if you need, a, you know, just a second to take things in. Just, okay. You know, Thank you. Say Thank a you. word. Because usually I'm just like, uh, you know, on the phone on doing phone, interviews, right. staring at a wall and uh-huh. it's, you know, I could do whatever you I can't, want. You can't beat the, the sensation of just sitting next to the person and, and really getting to know... You know I, how how to how to answer their questions based on body language. I, I'm finding that I'm finding <laughs> that yes. Uh, I'm sorry. So what, what was what was? Uh, We're going back in time. Oh, going back, going back. Okay, so like pregen, if you will. Pre pregen, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So um, I was just a generally, you know, unhealthy dude. You know, I grew up uh, in northeastern Pennsylvania, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they think vegan is like a planet. You know, in another star where, system. Where in Pennsylvania from? Uh, like the Poconos, okay. Northeast. Um, and uh, it's called Hazleton. Oh. Anybody's ever heard of it? There you go. What uh, up, Hazleton? Yeah, what up, Hazleton? Yeah. Um, They're all going nuts right now. They are, they are right the now. The mayor yes. is like polishing your key to the city. <laughs> right. It's going to give to you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, uh, actually, the, uh, I don't know. The, the mayor of Hazleton... <laughs> Is Mayor Lou Barletta? I don't think he's he's a mayor anymore. I, I'm not sure. I think he's in Congress now. But he was the guy who he made national news a couple of years ago. He, um, he uh, with these immigration laws uh-huh. where uh, you know he was cracking down on building owners and employers um, who who would uh, you know employ illegal uh, immigrants okay. who were like coming to the town, and it was this whole huge thing and. And like even towns out here, you know, he's very conservative. Even towns out here who adopted that, I heard, I would hear on the radio, they're like, oh, you know, such and such town went Hazleton. I'm like, went Hazleton? Did I just hear that wow. on the local radio in California? That was the weirdest thing. Anyway, huh. so I don't need his key. 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, but I love Hazleton. Uh, so, um, well, if somebody that's so hell bent on immigration stuff gives you a key, and that's that's a real big sign. <laughs> that's a, absolutely. But anyway, uh, anyway, so um, so you know, I grew up eating pizza and steaks and uh, you know sausage sandwiches and you know just I'm Italian, a big Italian family. That's all you have to say. Exactly. So yeah. you know, every Sunday, you know, after our little amuse-bouche uh, mm-hmm. Jesus wafer at church, um, you know, we go to grandma's house for a, uh, you know, 16-person homemade, right. you know, homemade pasta. Oh, well, when did they uh-huh. do this? What time did they wake up for this? <laughs> homemade meatballs, sausage, bread, you know, it was just, it was, it was amazing. Like, it was ridiculous. So, uh, so I kind of grew up eating, you know, that mm-hmm. and, you know, lots of, you know, process type stuff and, and I was just... There wasn't many years in my life where I was actually like healthy and in good shape. I was always uh-huh. like the fat kid. I was always overweight. There's like maybe like a year and a half where I was like in really good shape, and then I went to college and joined fraternity oh, and started pounding beers right. every day. Yeah. So then that went downhill. Now I'll I'm, do it. I'm still we're still fighting. Twelve years later, but um, uh, so you know, and then in like 2006, I started working for the company that I'm executive chef for now, which is Vegin Out. We're a vegan home delivery service. Oh. I had no idea that you were part of that. Yeah, I've I've never done it before. Okay, but I've read about it and I've like seen like deals and stuff, and I'm like, man, that sounds like such a good idea. That's us. That's I'm awesome. the executive chef there. So I uh, had no idea. That's, that's right. So, cool. so um, so my friend owns it, and he hired me uh, just to do marketing a little bit and uh, and to help them out in the kitchen. I was I was sort of a you know I was kind of working in the cooking industry. I guess I had you know I found myself unemployed one day and. Uh, and uh, I, I enjoyed cooking at home, so I was like, oh, uh, let me see what it's like to cook for like a job. Since I don't mm-hmm. have any job now, I might as well try this. So I found this ad online. It was like this little cafe in Culver City. It's not even there anymore. Uh-huh. And uh, they were just looking for somebody to prepare food. It was like sandwich, salads, soups, breakfast. And I was like, I can probably handle that. So I went in and I said, well... When, I- you're, when you're unemployed... Everything is like, I can handle that. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, totally, totally. Uh, you know, uh, oh, that jackhammer, I could probably handle that. Sure. Hey, I'll just say this. I'll just say this. I'm in between jobs. It's starting to win on Monday, but I've been oh. in between jobs for a few months, and I started this podcast. There so. you go. From uh, uh, boredom comes innovation. Comes responsibilities. Comes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so... Um, so uh, uh, so I started so you're working at this place. In yeah, so, so I, you know, I, I had no experience. I said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll work for free. I don't even know if I'm gonna like this. Just, you know, I'll work for free. So uh, this chef, uh, Chef Terry. Well, I, I needed to. I had no idea. All right, all right. I had no idea uh, what was gonna happen. If I was gonna even like it or whatever, and because I, I had no experience. Right. You know, I had no. So, uh, so she hired me and uh, trained me. Uh, this is uh, Chef Terry. She has a, a catering company that she was running out of uh, out of uh, out of out of that kitchen, and uh, and so it was like a crash course. I I learned everything from you know preparing all the food. It was just me, a waitress, and a dishwasher, mm-hmm. and that was it. And oh, wow. and so I was responsible for all the inventory, shopping, prep, everything. Like it was just a crash oh, course. Yeah. So I, I wasn't vegan at the time, so I was making burgers and you know right, all the stuff right. I would normally eat, and then. And then, uh, then I got hooked up with my friend's company, Vegging Out. out. Yeah. So then, uh, then I started working for them. And then one thing led to another. I become, uh, er, I'm sorry. And then, uh, and then a couple months in, I was like, well, 
I'm like ridiculously unhealthy right now. I smoke like a pack a day. I drink every day. I, you know, I, uh, I'm 260 pounds mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm not seven feet tall. So, you know, right. That's not, that's a, not good. You don't play football. Or no, no. I have you know. no excuse for yeah. weighing 260 pounds. I'm not like a power lifter or anything like that, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, so, uh, so I thought, okay, I'll become vegan for a month. And, uh, it's, you, you do it for a month. You never stop. That's it. That's, that's ex- what, same, same story here. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. So I got to the end of the month. I had lost a few pounds. I felt pretty good. I was like, this isn't that hard. Yeah. So I was just like, I'll do another month and another month. And then it just, it just went and went and went. Well, I, I say this to a lot of people, but we're very fortunate to be in a place geographically, you know, that, Absolutely. that has so many, uh, options available totally. and it, you know, even just the ingredients are more accessible. Absolutely. Here. So and, hopefully it spreads, but yeah. you know, this is Los Angeles is one of the best places to become vegan. Absolutely. And I was working for a vegan food company right. and I cooked for myself. Sure. So I had a lot, I had a lot going for me, yeah, you know, more, more so than someone else who doesn't know how to cook or uh-huh. whatever. I guess that's what the veggie out is for. End of my book. There you go. Uh, but, uh, so that, yeah. And then, and here I am. Vegan. And then the YouTube videos started. Yeah, then I then, then I then I then yeah, right. I got this idea to do these videos and then, you know, that right. gradually built. It you know, nothing ever went like crazy viral or anything. It was just kind of like a slow sure. slow build, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But but the word got out and people found out about it and that's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so then the recipes that are in the book, did you come up with those on your own or are they adaptations of things that um, you've learned along the way? Well, um, I mean, all of the recipes I wrote f- well, just about all of the recipes I wrote for the book specifically. Uh-huh. Um, some of them were ones that we did at Vegin Out. Some of them, uh-huh. because everything I cooked up until the time I had a book deal, I didn't write any recipes down. Uh-huh. You so just I just knew how to do it. Right, right, right. So well, I mean, just for example, like your your seitan recipe mm-hmm. isn't a basic. I mean, I think you even call it like the basics. basics yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, a little. There's more involved than. The most basic Satan. Uh, true, 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 yes. I mean, is this kind of like things that you that you did, uh, that you experimented with? Yes, especially for the Satan, because uh-huh. that you can make Satan a billion different ways. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll never make the true Satan where you make, like, I don't know, you make like a regular dough and then you like knead it, it yeah, underwater water for like two hours. Like, I will yeah. never ever do that. I don't <laughs> care. I have vital wheat, gluten, flour, and whole foods. I just get that. Right, so that this is a way for people who don't want to be doing all of that. Hard labor to totally. make their seitan. Totally. They, they and, have your recipe. Right. So I, I did experiment a lot with that over the years. And then while writing the book, I, I just had this idea of the ingredients to put in it to make it to make it like tender. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, more... Because it, sometimes it would come out too dense or too spongy. Like you had to right. do it just the right way. And, and I, I was like, hmm, if I boil a potato and mash it up and add it to the that's, mix... That's what I found really interesting about that recipe is like... I've never seen... Uh, me neither. Yeah. It just, just popped into my head one day. I was like, what's soft? Yeah. Mashed potato. Let me mix these together. I, I haven't... I've, I've only had the opportunity to try one of the recipes in the book. Uh-huh. Uh, I did one that was a little bit more simple than the seitan. Sure, sure. But uh, I can't wait to try the seitan recipe because it, the, 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 the idea of eating seitan, mm-hmm. especially if it's homemade, it sounds yeah. awesome. The idea of making it the way that I know how, yeah, man, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. But uh, but yeah, it, it just comes out really tender and and it is like you know it's it's got a great texture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so what what recipe did you uh, try? I, I well my absolute favorite meal 
is like a spicy peanut noodle. Okay. So I did the peanut sauce, ah, which is okay. great. Thank you. I and I I was just by myself one night, and I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and I did it, and I I have some left over, and I can't wait to to use it again. Cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. The peanut butternut squash soup, uh-huh. which is in the book, uses that sauce. Oh, really? So it, I think the the soup is just like it's like some leeks and butternut uh-huh. squash. And then, I don't know, there's other ingredients yeah, that's, I remember. That's and a, then you add the peanut sauce right. at the end, and that gives it like this whole great And that's another cool thing about the book, is that uh, it makes it easy, and there's more incentive to learn a lot of the recipes, because several of the recipes are like, and eh, now make this cheese sauce, right. and find this on this page. Yeah. And so you learn a mm-hmm. bunch of different, when making, you make one recipe, but you just learned how to make this cheese sauce yeah. and make and make my that. only fear is and we're in my kitchen right now my only fear is that my kitchen's too small to uh, be able to handle <laughs> well uh, you just have to spread it out over right. a couple days of course a couple that's days that's right yeah <laughs> uh, just speaking about kitchens quickly if you could uh, if you could only have three essential items in your kitchen not saying like a stove or oven right, or right, things like that right. but like food processors things sure. like that what would what would you um, need I would need a hand blender, stick immersion blender, oh, okay. right? I mean, we're not talking about knife and cutting board, right? Um, oh no, of course. Um, yeah. Really, the the hand immersion blender and like a mini chopper, like oh, that. That mini chopper yeah. is the best. Yeah, I use that. And the I thing probably is, use that every day. And the, those types of things, like you can spend so much money on kitchen equipment. Mm-hmm. That's really inexpensive stuff. It is. 30 bucks, 30 bucks. for a little shopper like that. Yeah. A, a hand blender. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're, 20 they're like, bucks. They could be, they could be thir- 20, 30, yeah. 50. You know, it depends. But mine is what was like 30 bucks. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money to be able to have the proper equipment. It does not. Yeah. It does not. And that mini chopper, like, I, just, I use it every day. But, you know, just, yeah. it's just two people, uh, me and my fiance. So I don't uh-huh. need, I, I do have a big one. But it just sits in a cupboard, you know. I don't. I barely right. use it. Hey, the less stuff to clean, the better. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, I totally agree with that. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I got the immersion blender and the uh, the mini chopper, and uh... <sighs> mm. well, well, I right now, I, well, I did notice that in your uh, dessert section, there's a lot of like ice creams, uh-huh. and they all do require an ice cream. That's maker. true. That's so true. So maybe that would be one of them. That, that, I would put I would put some things about I'm not a sweets guy oh, okay. pretty much. I'm not they wanted me to put a dessert. dessert thing in the book. And uh, I'm like I don't make any cakes or anything. So but the I was stuff like, I do the, the desserts that are in there aren't like you know big heavy you no. know yeah. really bad for you stuff. It seems all pretty yeah wholesome. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. But um so uh, but I would go with uh, I had something oh my, you know I I juice now so but I, I got I, a no, juicer I right that. there. I got the, I love juicing. It's great. I, and by I, that I mean taking steroids. <laughs> yes, me too. That, obviously. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, the juicer is Juicing definitely is in the top awesome. three. I juice every morning now. Like we, all right. So my my, my fiance, I was like, hey, let's watch this fat, sick, and nearly dead on Netflix, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and she's like, ah, because I always try to show her like these like food movies. She's like, is she vegan? Um, she is almost vegan. Okay. Like, well, she's vegan at home. I cook. Veg curious. Yes, yes. I, I'm vegan. You know, I mean, at home everything's vegan. You know, right. there's no non-vegan things prepared. But if we go out, she'll have like a piece of fish or something. So she's like pescatarian, but mostly uh-huh. vegan. You know, I don't. I don't try to hammer her. Oh, no, I no, just no, no, kind of. No. You know, when I met her, she was not... It's either right for you or it's not. Right, right. And so, you know, she ate 
meeting and everything when we met, and then she just kind of gradually was like, eh, I think I could do without that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, especially if you got me around. It's yeah. true love. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, so um, so I was like, I was like, oh, let's watch this fat, sick, and nearly dead. She's like, oh, another food documentary. I'm like, come on. Uh-huh. I don't know. She, I, I like to watch them. So anyway, uh, so uh, so you know. By the end of the movie, she's like crying. Did you have you uh-huh. seen it? Uh, I've seen scenes from it. Okay. I've seen parts of it. I personally have a hard time watching a lot of the documentaries because it's like, I know, I I, I know this stuff. And it, uh, my girlfriend, who's who is vegan, uh-huh. and she watches those all the time, and they they upset her a lot, but she just can't stop watching them. I see. Uh, I you know it's good to be well informed. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But and there are a lot of really great ones out there. Yes, yes, like Forks Over Knives. Forks is Over great. Knives. Is great. Uh, there's another one called Future of Food, uh-huh. which is about Monsanto mostly, and that's you know that kind of stuff is. Re- I don't I don't like watching the like, you know, slaughterhouse heavy oh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I watched 20 minutes of Earthlings, and I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I'm already on board with this. Yeah, it's I like don't need to. I sold. just I just saw something really bad happen, and I know that's happening, and I'm doing everything I can to stop it. But I'm, right. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm already on board. Uh, but, uh, but you know, by the end of this, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, well, first of all, she's crying because there's this, like, there's this character, this guy, this big truck driver who right. oh, changes yeah. that's life, the totally one that, changes. That's, that's what I've heard yeah. the most about. Yeah, Phil Staples is the guy's name. And she's like, I love Phil. Give I it up for him. Phil. I love him. She's like, we're doing a juice fest tomorrow. So, so his story is that he was this big, fat truck driver. Somebody told him about... Did, no, the, the, there's a, this Australian guy, uh-huh. and he was really unhealthy and had a skin condition and all this stuff, so he did this 60-day juice-only fast. Uh-huh. And he lost like a ton of weight in, in these days, like 70 pounds in these two months. But along the way, he met this truck driver guy. Right, okay. And, so, and the guy was just so sad. He was just like... He was just in bad shape. So they met briefly. He kind of told him, you know, the Australian guy, uh, Joe... Uh, told the the truck driver guy, you know, about what he was doing. The truck driver was like, eh, I don't know if I could do that. And they, uh-huh. and they went on their way. So then, like, a few months later, the Australian guy gets a phone call, and it's Phil, the truck driver. Right. He's like, that's I, I need was. your help. And that's when my girlfriend, or my fiancé, was crying. She's like, oh, my God, he called. He's going to get better. So, uh, anyway. So then so story. then we did a juice fast. Uh, we did, we did, you know, we just, we did about six days. And it was great. And now, since then... My breakfast is just juice. Like we only have uh-huh. juice for breakfast, and it's it's, it's amazing. Great. It's am- I've lost since we started. We did it the first juice fast about two months ago. Uh-huh. We just did another one like last week, actually. Oh yeah, because uh, we're trying to get down to wedding weight. Oh, so when's your wedding? Uh, August eleventh. So oh, I'm in good shape. There's a save the date on my fridge. My friends are getting married then. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, cool. You're not my friend Josh, are you? Not last or time I Carol. Uh, no, um, but um, so then, um, and I've lost like almost twenty pounds in like just two, from just from the juice. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much did, my exercising didn't really, uh-huh. you know, I didn't exercise anymore. But just literally, and I, I discovered during the first juice fast, I was like, well, I figured it out. Uh-huh. Stop eating food, and you'll <laughs> lose weight. Just drink everything. Just drink everything. So, what what are your go to juices? Um, we we'll see. Because I work. This is vegan juice attack, by the way. Yeah, vegan juice attack. Oh, we are getting snacks. Don't worry. I have oh, a, it's, I have a uh, sack I, of snacks. I don't. Here. I don't know what sack. Brian brought, but I'm so excited. Oh yes. Now, now I, don't get to. I didn't make anything. I just went to the that's store fine. and I got my favorite that's snacks. Totally, no, that's great. That's totally cool. fine. So, um, what, what is it? juicing. Oh yeah. What juicing. are your go-to what do I juices? Do? I go because um, I work 
for this uh, uh, this food company. So uh-huh. I get like wholesale produce. So I get like That's so I have to get a do. lot of shit. Yeah. So I'll get like a twenty five pound bag of carrots, and I'll get uh, a case of kale, which is oh, twenty four bunches. So I do. Uh, and like a half a case of celery, which is like twelve bunches, and I'll right. get that every couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll just I'll just stash it in the fridge at work, take it or stash right. it. So I have a situation. But anyway, what I do <laughs> is I do uh, I do carrots and apples. Uh, my base is always carrot and apple and celery uh-huh. and kale. Now for kale, I use black kale. Okay. And the reason is because um, I have one of the the omega masticating juicers. Okay. And the the curlier. Kale is your too standard. Stuff to your sh- standard kale. Your standard green kale is too s- uh-huh. difficult to shove into the thing because it's uh-huh. all like frilly and stuff. Right. Um, but the the black kale is yeah. slender, so it just goes in really easily. Uh-huh. So I recommend black kale if you have that kind of a juicer. Uh, that the green kale doesn't go down that uh-huh. easily. The black kale or dino kale or lacinato. I forget. It's got a few. You think the ones. the dino kale wouldn't be as good? That is the dino kale. Oh, black kale and black dino? kale is dino oh, kale I didn't is lacinato. Because I've had a, uh, black kale, but it was kind of like small. Uh, someone at the farmers, like a guy at the farmers market, uh-huh. uh, just gave me some because uh-huh. they they were I don't know running out or something uh-huh. and just wanted to. Oh, I was curious. No, but the black the, kale is dino oh, okay. kale. Same same thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was purple new. kale that he gave you because that's smaller Maybe. With, with like frillier things. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. Whatever it was. Anyway, so it kale, was great. Kale, apples. Yeah. Carrots and celery, and then I'll add other stuff from there. So if I have a whatever fruit or you know some oranges, and also uh, oranges. I, w- okay. I always squeeze a little uh, lemon or lime juice because uh-huh. what I've read is that uh, the citrus helps your body absorb like the iron and stuff from the kale. It's so. it's crazy how scientific it all really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like I've read things because I was like, oh, well, I'll just make a bunch of juice and then I'll have it for a couple of days, and then it's like. You should drink it 10 minutes after you make right. it and those, all these things. And, and, and that's the difference because I see you have the centrifugal one with uh-huh. the, uh, like, that's like the Jacqueline type one. I have the inexpensive, right. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but uh, but that's, that is the case with those because uh-huh. I guess from what I've read is that like the blades do damage to the cells. It's like all on the cellular level. And oh, then there's okay. like oxidation like uh-huh. really quickly, right. which destroys the enzymes. Yeah. So that's why you have to drink it right away. But with the masticating juicer, because it's just like a screw going through a thing, it just squeezes it. Oh, crazy. And it doesn't damage the cells. So you can store it and take it with you. And and uh, and then you don't have the as much, you know, nearly as much of the degradation of the... Science is so cool, It's man. so cool. Yeah, yeah. Bunch, yeah. of, bunch of dudes with glasses talking about how cool science is. <laughs> I know. Uh, awesome. Hey, let's talk about snacks. All right. Uh, I'm ready. Before we bust out what okay. you brought, uh, you do have a whole section in your book that's called right. Snackage. Yes. Which yes. I, that's what I went to first thing. I was <laughs> like, awesome, snack time. Yeah. Uh, what's your, if you have, if you could name a favorite in your uh, From the book? book? Um, um. Uh, you want me to grab the book I have right now? Yeah, well, I mean, okay, no, no. The, the, <laughs> the, the first one in the chapter is the nachos? first... Nachos? Yeah, it's the yeah. first one for a reason. Nachos venti. Uh-huh. Because that's bigger than that's grande. That's bigger than grande. So, uh, so that's, <laughs> that was hilarious. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, it's nachos, but... Um, it's got, I, in in the, one of the other chapters, I have like this chili, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not like a chili that you eat with a spoon, it's like a chili topping that you put right. on like a, like, a, like a veggie dog or something like right. that. 
So it's like chi- it's basically chili cheese nachos with guacamole and yeah. all the stuff that you'd put yeah, on. Yeah, and what's the- what's really cool, and this is something that I mentioned earlier, is that uh, I think that the case with that one is like it's a lot of ingredients that it tells you how to make in other parts of the book. Mm-hmm. But I, you also give people free reign to you know. You could buy this at the store. Whatever your favorite cheese sauce is. Yeah, 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 totally. I, yeah. You know, I want to make it... The, the, the key is, and you know what I think my videos did and uh-huh. why the publisher contacted me, because that's uh-huh. how this all happened. I was just sitting at my desk and I was, you know, an email came in and I was like, publisher, what was this? Huh. Is this one of my friends like messing with me again? Yeah, right. That's happened before. <laughs> um, and uh, it was because like I made things accessible. Uh-huh. And I didn't, you know... It, it wasn't intimidating the things that I presented or maybe it was the way I presented it or mm-hmm. whatever. So uh, I just wanted to, that's what I wanted to do in the book. So I didn't want to say you have to use this cashew tofu right. concoction for yeah. your nachos. You could just use, you know, the, your own. I you think know, that just, the only thing that people should know exists would be veginase. Oh. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know, I don't think you have a recipe for anything like no, that, right? No, no, yeah. no, no. It's, it's just a thing that I... I, follow, I don't know how to do it. Follow your heart your makes heart. it, and they did it right. And yeah. why mess with something? And like personally, yeah. I like the one with grapeseed oil. I just think that uh-huh. one tastes the best. I've tried them all, but but now they have like this new line. They have a few I haven't new tasted ones. it yet, but there's like a chipotle, horseradish, uh-huh. a couple other ones I've seen on blogs. Uh, have you ever had uh, planned food for people? Jack yes. tacos. I went. I went out to Echo Park a couple of weeks ago at their barbecue. Their Highland, or, or, oh, or Highland Park, Highland. The Figaro Produce. Figaro Produce. I went to the one a few weeks ago. So yeah. good. It's awesome. Uh, uh, but Jeremy, who I'm definitely gonna have come in cool, here, yeah. we've uh, we've talked a bunch of times about doing it. Uh, he does the chipotle mayo. I think that yes. he actually makes his own using the veginase. But uh-huh. man, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, it, uh, it's awesome. And it's I awesome. was never I was never a mayo guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh But that stuff is. So I think good. it's I think it's better than mayo. Yeah. Like I just a lot of people a lot of people so. a lot of people who you know aren't even vegan right. like will taste and be like this is better than mayo. Yeah. Like it's just it's just better. It's just better. That's right. Yeah. So yes, the nachos. So the nachos. The nachos. I actually, uh, I was at Real Food Daily today. Mm-hmm. Their nachos are pretty great. I like their nachos. If you're gonna go out somewhere to buy, you know, that's nachos, the place. that's yeah. the place to do it. I haven't gotten them at uh, Native Foods. I haven't uh, so, had theirs either. So I haven't, uh, but I like Native Foods too. Native Foods um, is great. Yeah, and yeah. those are popping up all over the country. Yes, yes. Chicago's yeah. just one, and maybe. Somewhere up north, I think I forget. Yeah, and I, I actually mentioned this on another episode, but. Um, I think there were two locations around Palm Springs, and I think they both closed. Both of them? I because I, I think that was the original. I was one recently one. out there, uh-huh. and I was really looking to go, oh, and I looked it up, and it was like closed, closed. I was like, no, uh, huh. <laughs> no that's a but one. yeah, but that's, hey, if they're popping up at yeah, other places, other places, then definitely, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, what did you bring today? All right, I brought several things. Oh, I'm so my, excited. My black sack. These are things that I like. Um, I guess we'll start with, I guess this would be the healthiest thing. Um, oh my see. god, I'm so glad that you brought these. Kale Crunch. Oh. Don't look. Okay. Cheesy Chipotle. Wow. Cheesy Chipotle. You must have researched me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I was, I was going to bring all of them. Oh my god. And just all of them so that we could have a little taste thing. Uh, but but I wanted to get, these. The, are good. I, had some, I had some other things in mind. Now, so. are you brand loyal to Alive and Radiant Foods? Uh, not necessarily. That's just the one I think that they put at the most convenience place in the, in the Whole Foods that I okay. go to. <laughs> okay. So that's, uh, they, they have a good placement. I love these things. Yeah. Kale chips are so good. They are awesome. All right. Now, something that's great about 
a podcast about mm-hmm. snacking is that people can hear you chew. I know. I, I know. love it. I know. I, All right. I know. Everybody listen to how good this is. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so crunchy. Oh. And like, I don't know, that whatever they put on them, I think it's like cashew based. And is it? Or is, there's, yeah. well, I'm sure there's some sort of nutritional yeast element. Yes, to yes. Oh, there's yeah. nutritional yeast. There's kale, red bell pepper, organic cashews, sesame seeds, lemon juice, nutritional yeast, Himalayan crystal salt. Ooh. I know, right? I'm going to take a bath in these later. <laughs> um, coconut palm sugar, paprika, chipotle peppers, and smoked salt. Yeah. Uh, these things, I destroy a package of these in oh like my four God. seconds. Like, and so I, I eat them in my car. I gotta so say, oh yeah, I do that crumbs, too. They, they get, get crumbs everywhere. everywhere. So don't a lot, eat them in a your lot car. of times, the like the kale, the kale chip packages, like they they don't have a lot in them. But this brand, they actually put they, a lot in. They here. do, they do. So this is my favorite one. They have like I just like the ones that the brand that does the the nachos. N o t c h o s. I don't um, know if I had those. Those are really good. And they also have like a buffalo one that whatever oh. the company is. Oh, okay. They sell them at Whole Foods too. Okay. I'm yeah. I don't know. I always, I always zoom in on the uh, the Alive and Radiant Foods mm-hmm. one just because I've tried them all. Um, and this is the best one. They mm-hmm. have like T- Tarragon Dijon. They have Southwest mm-hmm. Ranch. Then they have like a spirulina orange. And, and then there's a chocolate one. But I don't care about the sweet ones. I just want the, right. the salty, spicy one. So These are chock full of potassium too. Yes. 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 Got the protein in here. These are actually not that bad for you. No, they're not. not and you know, there's you know, they are kind of high in fat, but it's from cashews. So right. You know, yeah. What are you gonna it's, do? It's an okay one. Yeah. I mean, it's between potato chips and this. You mm-hmm. gotta go with the kale crunch. So. So good. Oh my god. I, I and I've, I've somebody said to me, I, I had a bag of those with me because I usually have a bag of them with me wherever I am. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, you know what those are good in? You you use them as like croutons in a salad. So really. You just break them up. And you just put them in with like salad and toss it with your dressing. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. There I haven't you go. tried it yet. There's a little, but, a little uh, tip for but everybody. Take your kale crunch and oh break God. them up and put them in your salad. I haven't tried it, but it sounds like oh a pretty God. darn good idea. That does, yeah. Yeah. If you want to enhance your salad with salady things, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's the way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God, that's so good. Yeah. So I'm going to try that. All right. Are we ready to move on or do we want to continue discussing? Let's move on. Kale? We might come back to this. Okay. I would be happy to come. Kale Crunch. Okay. Nature's Green Super Snack. Yes. All right. So next, from the fabulous Trader Joe's, Oh, my God. Trader Joe's oven-baked onion rings. Bless you. These are the vegan Funyuns. Yes. The vegan Funyuns and gluten-free. Uh-huh. And uh, they are made with cornmeal, uh, rice flour, uh, sunflower, safflower oil, cane sugar, seasoning, which Mm -hmm. is like salt, onion, garlic, natural flavor, parsley, and citric acid. So these so are good. these are awesome. I remember when these popped awesome. up. Actually, uh, I was aware of them because of Miss Quarry Girl. Uh huh. And uh, I saw she them on her blog. Excellent. Yeah, that's how I heard that they were doing mm. it too. I'm sorry, I started eating. Before. No, it's quite all right. I we didn't, didn't even get to up. cheers our little onion ring. No, we didn't. But um, mm. so they're just they're light and, and crispy, and they really are. And they, you know, I don't know. I think that I accidentally went through an entire bag of these when I first had them. I was just like sitting watching a movie or something, and I was like, oh my god, I just ate the entire thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's very easy to do. Yeah. Very easy to do. And um, yeah, you know. I'm going to have one more. I, of course. <laughs> um, you know, I, I definitely loved Funyuns when I was a kid. I don't even know if they're not vegan. I, don't even, I haven't looked at a bag of Funyuns. I don't even know what the ingredients are. The thing is, they probably have something weird in probably, them. Probably. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's always, it's always something weird, like 
you know, there's way in there. But like, why do you need? Why do you need that? Why is that? Yeah, in there? you know, it's it, like donkey hooves. Yeah, and right, it's like, right, why? right, right. Yeah, some some of that stuff is like is just like why why does that even need to be in there? Like I if know. that one little thing wasn't in there, like that one little like that's, milk powder. You know, that's like, funny because like, uh, I think there are certain kinds of like Girl Scout cookies mm-hmm. where it's like the tiniest percentage of milk or whey mm-hmm. or something. And uh, from what I understand, and I could be getting this story wrong, somebody wrote to gr- the Girl Scout Corporation mm. cookie, whatever factory. Oh, of course, Girl and they Scout said, Corporation. That sounds they, so wrong. Yeah, right. Like a corporation of Girl Scouts. Oh. And uh, they they asked, like, you know, how come you don't do it without this? If it was this, then it'd be vegan mm-hmm. and all this. Stuff. And I think the res- the response was like, if we did that for vegans, then we'd have to do stuff for any kind of dietary restriction and you know uh, where does it end and that kind of thing and that's like really but you 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 wouldn't even uh, i don't know do you know yeah. how many girl scout cookie boxes i would buy if they were vegan dude of course like yeah. we all grew up with them. i would need like, a bigger apartment the, the, yeah the, absolutely <laughs> the entire vegan community uh-huh. would just go nuts if we could all have thin mints and samoas again mm-hmm. you know that's just like you know oreos mm-hmm. are vegan right and right. it's like you know, I don't know like how that affects the Oreo sales, but it can't be hurting it. You know, no, nobody's no. complaining because they are vegan. Right, right, that, exactly. Way. Nobody's like, well, now you have to make a gluten-free yeah uh, Oreo or a. I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today, and it's mm-hmm. like, she was like, oh, I wish that they were gluten-free Oreos, and but she was like, but then they'd probably be pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's tough. Some gluten free stuff, eh, it just doesn't work. Uh-huh. But you know, I get it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, I did an episode of uh, the sexy vegan uh-huh. on your right, YouTube channel for my YouTube channel. Um, and it, it's you know, it's all they're all the videos are also on my website, thesexyvegan.com. All right. And uh, um, and I made onion rings, but mm-hmm. I made and I made them like oven baked onion rings, but I made oven baked onion ring encrusted oven baked onion rings. So I used these oh onion rings. Oh my god, that's awesome! I pulverized them in my food processor, mixed them with a little bit of breadcrumbs, huh. and then breaded my onion, my actual onions. That's in so funny. The I got to do onion that. ring snack. That one's not in the book, but you. But can it's go, on the it's on the website. The website. How, now, how did you decide which recipes were going to go in the book? Or was it like your publisher mm. made a call? Or? No, no, they, it wasn't. The, like, they gave me, I had like a lot of freedom. They were just like, mm-hmm. make the book good. Um, well, I guess it could be tricky if you're talking about using a specific Trader Joe's ingredient. That's true. If you're publishing um, a book rather than just like a YouTube video. That, right, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, how I decided, I, I decided on... I can never learn. Sure, go for it. I decided on like just what what I think that people would be more likely to make. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff, like the onion rings, you know, they're kind of labor intensive. It's a bit of a yeah, and it's like a bit of a novelty kind of thing. Exactly. So um, I definitely had recipes li- like that 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 are great that maybe I did an episode on or something like that. But they just you know some of them they just weren't right for the book. Like you know they just didn't make sense. They, there wasn't a chapter to put them in or. Right. Whatever. Some stuff I some stuff from the episodes I did put in the book, and then some stuff I didn't. It was just you know whatever fit best mm-hmm. or whatever I thought that people would actually go and make. Right, is what I wanted to. Something in. that you know you'd want to have on your shelf as like a go to when you're trying to you know make dinner. Totally for the week. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, oh. yeah. So use you can use these onion rings. Wow, well, you're two for two. Rings. All right, two for two. 
Now, I'm going to go with something I have never had. All right. All right. So this is a... a Nobody listening can see how excited I am right now. <laughs> These just popped up at Trader Joe's like two weeks ago. I saw them. I'm like, well, what could that possibly taste like? I, I can't imagine that this tastes think, like it I says think it's going to I think I know what it's going to be, but I, let's see. It. Okay. I'll tell you if I'm right or not. Okay. They are. Yes. That's exactly what Tra- I thought you were going to <laughs> I knew it. Trader Joe's falafel chips. You know what? I'm glad that you haven't had them yet because I haven't had them yet either. Perfect. So they are, uh, according to the bag, uniquely delicious garbanzo bean and corn chips, crispy, crunchy, and perfect for dipping. That's awesome. Into hummus, I would assume, would be oh, ideal. Oh man, I should have made some hummus. I was good, you know, I almost made hummus too, and I was like, I, just I stopped. Have time. I stopped buying hummus uh-huh. because it's so easy to so, make. Yeah, yeah. You have a recipe for golden, golden bean beet hummus, hummus. Yeah. Which you even say in the book, if you just want to make standard traditional hummus, just leave out, leave the, out beets. the beets. Yeah. Uh, but golden bean hummus sounds really it's great. Good. It's great. That's that's going to be one of my next ones. Yeah. That I'm go, try. try that one because it's so sure. easy. It is. It is. I'm trying to open this bag civilly, and it's. Uh, Oh, uh, just yeah. There okay. you go. All right. Oh, it's another... interesting that they went for this kind. Oh, it's a... another bag inside. A bag inside of a bag. Mm. No, I was just friendly. saying, like, it's interesting that they went with like a paper bag. Do you want, like scissors? Yeah. All right. Or a knife or something. Cause I don't, I don't, want to, I don't want to damage these precious chips inside. Thank you. All right. Here, All right, here we go. go. All right. So here we go. Falafel chip for me. Oh my god. Falafel chip for you. And here All we right. go. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, that tastes like falafel, but it punches like a chip. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make the commercial for this? <laughs> um, there are cameras all in this kitchen. Oh, yeah. Wow, they definitely t- have a falafel type taste. You've done it, Joe. I don't you figured what, it out. I don't know where you're doing your trading, but it for it's a working out. Yeah, so these are gluten free. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's always just kind of like a nice bonus. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel better. What yeah, the ingredients all seem, you know, there's nothing suspicious. <laughs> there's okay. nothing, there's nothing weird in you know there. You know what? I didn't even check the ingredients. I yeah. just, I guess I just assumed that no, they didn't it's have all, a... It looks great. Cool. These are, these are so yeah, good. Yeah, they're very tasty. So they would be great with hummus. They'd be great with hummus. It's essentially, I mean, it's like if a you want your, chip. yeah, if you want your double garbanzo action, go right. for this. Yeah. Got some protein, a little bit of carbs. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Yeah. Got, some, got a little bit of calcium and iron in there. All right. All right. Never hurt anybody. I could use that. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. So you take these chips. I just had this, like, thing. All right. Let's do it. You take these chips, as I did with the onion rings, you grind them up mm-hmm. in your food processor, and you can add them to your homemade falafel mix. Sure. And then, then I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what that would do. Maybe there would be a, a rift in the space-time continuum if you did that. I don't know, but... They might be a great way it'd be to interesting flavor. To see, it'd be interesting to see how it would affect uh, maybe the consistency. Right, right. It'd be yeah, interesting. Or maybe coat it in that. I don't know. Yeah, you can make like um, a falafel chip breadcrumb type right, thing to put around like seitan or I don't know. Totally. I don't know. I'm just... Sky's the limit. I'm not, I'm not the recipe maker here. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Okay, falafel chips. Awesome. Pretty good. Three Pretty for good. three. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. These are really good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely saw these in the store. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love the packaging. Yeah. The packaging is awesome. I agree. It definitely stands <laughs> out. You know, I don't know. I, I walked by them. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. I, this is perfect. I must ha- bring these. Yeah, when I, when I was there, I definitely saw a lot of people like 
questioning them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's something to question. You never. They also have really things. good. I I already finished my bag of them. Black bean and quinoa. No, not quinoa chips. Hmm. It was some other kind of. There was black bean involved, okay. and they they were really good too. It's like when you're trying to find something to you know dip into mm-hmm. something, then um, I find that like. I don't want to get a lot of the different kind of like tortilla chips because it's like, I should probably be dipping a vegetable in this or something. You know, it's like rather than this tortilla tip, tortilla right. chip. But with this, I don't, I wouldn't feel as bad. I would feel a lot less guilty about yeah, doing that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, same thing with those black bean chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So, for, There's more. for dessert. Oh my God. <laughs> now, I don't dig sweets that much, really. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, so when I do have sweets, I always have something salty with them. Which is Trader oh. Joe's dark chocolate covered pretzels. I, you know, I've never had them. Are those are vegan? They are. Wow. Um, double checking, but yeah, yeah, they're vegan. That's awesome. Contains soy and wheat. Uh, well, it says may contain. Oh, may contain traces of milk, egg, peanuts, and tree nuts. Mm. Ooh, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Those those make me nervous. When it mm. says like shares equipment, that's I'm like okay. Yeah, it doesn't say know. shares equipment. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can't have these. Oh. Maybe I never looked at that. Well, all right then. I think so that that's the story with those. Well, that, <laughs> but you know what? Everybody draws their line someplace right, else, right? And that's that's a, a tricky line to, yeah. to decide on. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a personal sure. preference. And if you know, for people who are vegan for health reasons, mm-hmm. sometimes that's you know an area that they can dip into. Sure. Uh, sure. And just speaking about that, I know that you, you've done it for health reasons, but uh, the ethical side of things, does that factor in at all? Well, I, I became vegan for mm-hmm. health reasons, but I stayed vegan for the ethical reasons. That's right. So, you know, I think, I think that's a lot of people's... I became vegetarian for health reasons, uh-huh. and then the ethical reasons dipped me over to the, the vegan that side. Makes total, I'm having another that, one I think, that, on your I, I think that probably happens a lot. Like, you know, is... It, like, you just don't even, like, there's, like, this parallel universe going mm-hmm. on right next to you of, like, you know, factory farming. And, yeah. and if you're not, you know, if you don't know anything about it, you just go about mm-hmm. your day, you eat your steak, and you go to bed. Well, it's funny. I hear a lot of people talking, like, if they're, they're driving to or from, like, San Francisco. Uh-huh. They're, when they're they like, pass by going the, up the five, it's yeah. all, like, oh, the farms. God, it smells and, awful up there. And then you go to the place that serves hamburgers, and then you just feel really rotten. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So... You know, when I became vegan, you know, that, that was, that stuff I didn't know, you know, I uh-huh. hadn't made the connection, you know, as they say yet. Um, and then, so just, you know, from being vegan and looking at vegan things and reading blogs and, right. you know, just researching it as I was You're around the information a lot more. I was around the information a lot more. Actually, what, when I was, <laughs> when I was, um, during like my transitional month when I was just like experimenting with uh-huh. vegan, um, I would. I found uh, uh, the podcast uh, Colleen Patrick Goudreau. Um, okay. Uh, vegetarian food for thought. I have to burp. Excuse me. Uh, Thank you. Quite all right. Sorry about that. I'm, that just means good snacking. Has That's a compliments to the snack makers. That's <laughs> what that means. Uh, so, I, and I would listen to her podcast mm-hmm. because she would have a lot of good information about you know, just about transitioning and about, you know, the questions that your non-vegan friends are going to ask you. And it was, it was a really good research. Yeah, that's definitely, you got to have the, the answers. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was, I found her podcast to be a very good resource, especially when I was transitioning. And then 
that's and she would also talk about like animals and and factory farming and stuff and she would touch on that and and she does a lot more now I think too mm -hmm. but uh, but that's when I started to like you know look down that other hallway that was over there that I you know didn't even know existed uh -huh. and then once I was like once I was like you know just got exposed to stuff piecemeal after about a year or so then I was like okay well you know if I can you know not only survive but thrive and nothing else has to get hurt then I'm just I'm vegan for good like there's no reason right and here no you reason. are here you are with a book all about vegan stuff totally know? totally yeah it's you know I never would have thought yeah. that in a million years a book right. I don't even read books yeah and I'm right uh, um, but um, so so yes you know, I stay vegan for the health, but also for the ethical yeah. reasons and environmental, you know, it's... Oh, yeah. It's, everything is, everything, you know, everything about it is bad. Everything about the meat industry, it's just yeah. like, it just does bad stuff to everything and everyone. Right. I mean, I'm of the mindset where it's like, whatever, people can do, you do whatever you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And if you're interested in learning about it, then Come by all means, me. yeah. yeah. There's actually, there's a great uh, song. Have you, have you heard the song? It's by Jonathan Mann. Mm -hmm. He does like a, he, I think he writes a song like every day. And there's actually a YouTube video for this. And it's, okay. a, I think it's called like the vegan song or something. Oh no. And uh, it's, it's actually a great song. You know what? I'm going to close the show out with it. Yeah. But I. Cool. Uh, it's kind of a it, this guy Jonathan Mann and this girl who's vegan, and it's like, "Hey, you're a vegan? Yeah, I've got some questions for you." Oh, and I've it, seen that. Yeah, it's, it's like, "Where do you get your it's, protein?" It's a girl and a guy, yeah. and yes, I've seen, I have seen that. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think that that's such a, a great mm -hmm. song, and it's a great way for people to like actually have those questions answered. Totally. Yeah, and and you definitely need to have the answers to those questions. Like, what about calcium? What about you know? What about right. the, uh, iron or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you definitely have to have those answers, mm -hmm. um, um, but you know, it, and then you know there there was like one moment when I like realized that I was like full on, you know, because I, I it sort of crept up on me like you know I started to learn about the factory farming and just animal suffering and all this, mm -hmm. and uh, and then one day like there was a spider crawling across my floor, and uh, and normally you know any other day I would have just stepped Stomp on, on it. it, yeah, and I just without even thinking I went I got a little cup I. Put it under the cup. I stuck a paper underneath. Yeah. And I take it outside. I put it outside. And, and that's when you're like, "Oh my god, I'm one of no, them." No, that, that's when my roommate walks into the room. He's like, "Dude, whoa, what, what are you doing?" <laughs> I said, "I have no idea, but I guess I don't kill spiders now either." Yeah. You know, it's just it was just I was like, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, he's like, "You're you're a weirdo." I'm like, "Well, all right, so I'm weird. Hey, well, whatever, <laughs> whatever." But nah, he was cool. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that was like I call it the, my spider moment. Like the spider that, moment. The spider moment. That was like the, when I decided that that spider was just going about his day. Uh huh. You know, because who who even knows what we are? Like maybe right. we're just spiders going about our day, and we just haven't gotten stomped on yet. You know, right. we don't know what's out there. Exactly. So I take that and I put that on every other creepy crawly thing that's running around, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I just try not to hurt as many things or hurt as little many. Little things as possible. Whatever. Try not to yeah, hurt stuff. You know, you leave things. You just let nature do its thing. Right. Right. You do your thing and let it do it. Exactly. 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 That's awesome. Oh, these snacks are so good. Yes. Um, talking a little bit more about the book, mm -hmm. I want to reiterate how fun it is to read. Thank you. Uh, did you come up with all that stuff like on your own? Just kind of like the the titles for things and. Uh, any of the little comments? Uh, 
Go ahead. Oh, and I also want to mention the little WTF. Oh yes, uh, things. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it, like we were talking before about vegan mayo. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in your recipe. It'll say vegan mayo, and then it'll be a thing that says WTF, and then you look down yeah. on that page or the next page, and, and it, it says, explains to you or what tamari is or what seaweed powder is. Sure. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because so, it tells you what it is and like where you can find mm-hmm. it. And yeah, that's it's, awesome. And that's really important yeah. to tell people. Like most of the stuff, you know. It, I try to use, I definitely use a lot of like easily accessible ingredients, but there are things that I do use that, uh, you know, you could only get at Whole Foods, but maybe mm-hmm. if you're in like where I'm from, like Northeastern Pennsylvania, right. and you can't actually, we even have a health food store where you can get most of this uh-huh. stuff, but there are places where you go, but most of the stuff in that case, you can get on the internet. Like sure. you can get vital wheat gluten on the internet. You can get right. seaweed powder on the internet. You can get, you know, vegan Worcestershire yeah. on the internet. So like you we can live get, in, we live in an amazing we, world. We do, we do, we do. Um, so you can get all that stuff, you know, wherever, uh, and, uh, and yeah, and then those little WTF sure. is this, you know, explains. But that's another thing is like everything that you mention are things that every, every ingredient, it's stuff that I could see being already in my kitchen mm-hmm. or whatever, but there are some cookbooks that just have a lot of ingredients where it's like, what is that? Right, you know, right. it's, or, or. I don't know if do you have anything with like egg replacers uh, recipes in that? No, not yeah, not, not in my book. Because no. it's just like mm, I'd really rather not. I don't know what it is about it, but it's uh-huh. just like mm, yeah, there's got to be a, a better way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't really bake that much, uh-huh. so I don't have the need for egg replacers all mm-hmm. that often. Like really, only when I make cookies for work. Right. <laughs> I see. I find that baking. Is it's something that I just I find interesting. It's not mm. like I do a, a lot of it, mm. but it's the same thing we were talking about the juicing. And I've got a bunch of like coffee gear. I love the chemistry about uh-huh, all of it. Uh-huh. I love the science behind like sure. why things need to be done in a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do I? What happens if I do this? And uh-huh, uh-huh. It gets a little crazy. And the, just <clears throat> regular cooking, cooking is mm. a little less of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's definitely less of a science when you're just sure. throwing stuff in your pan and, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm not a, I don't eat sweets that often, so right. I don't yeah. care about making cookies and cupcakes and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I made my girlfriend a cake for her birthday one time uh-huh. and I made her cupcakes another time and that was like, you know, so two things in like four years. <laughs> during my vegan trial month, which was, um... My third anniversary was last week or a week and a half oh, ago. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And uh, I, it was, you know, the month of March. Mm-hmm. And I figured this, should, this would be the right month to do it. First of all, it's 31 days. So it's, uh, got a, it's a full month. Full month. It's a full commitment. And also, my birthday is in the month. It's actually tomorrow. Oh, uh, your birthday. Thank you. So uh, I was like, there will probably be some sort of like cake situation. I'm... Just trying to imagine that. So if I can do it in a month where I'm probably gonna where I would normally eat dairy and eggs and stuff and that kind of food, then you know I can do it. And yeah. it was like honestly, it was one of the best cakes I've ever eaten. So yeah, there you go. I mean, vegan baked goods oh, are seriously. Oh, this is dude, the, it's mothership right oh there. Oh my god, I just pulled out like <laughs> the biggest kale chip ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the winner. All right, hold so. on. Um. <laughs> So the book was called The Sexy Vegan, mm-hmm. Ordinary Food from an Ordinary Dude. Is extraordinary, extraordinary Food from an Ordinary Dude. Sorry. <laughs> it is really extraordinary food. Thank you. I'm telling you, that peanut sauce is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I've done other recipes, but none that include coconut milk. Okay. That was, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. And I just happened to have some, so yeah. I was like, perfect. It, it just gives it a different, mm-hmm. you know, a little different twist on it. A little, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little Thai, more Thai influence. So, also, you got thesexyvegan.com. Yep. You can follow Brian on Twitter. Yep. At the sexy vegan. Is it the sexy vegan or the sexy vegan? It's at the sexy vegan. Gotcha. Yeah. What other kind of Facebook? Uh, yeah, Facebook.com kind of... slash the sexy vegan. Uh, yeah, I got. I just got on Instagram. That's just something I That's just mess around with. Uh, yeah. um, by the time this is out, the book will have probably just been released mm-hmm. pretty recently. So everybody, definitely check it out. Thank you. It's all over the place. Some Barnes and Nobles carrying it. Yeah, it's it's you know where as they say wherever books are sold. Oh, oh. and you should go look at my trailer. Did you see my trailer? For the book? I did see the okay. trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the website. Yeah, so check that's that on out. the main page of the website. Uh, it's very also, how cool is it when you got the, like, quote for the book from Ed Bagley Jr.? You know how that... This is how this came about. <laughs> because the publisher was like, you need, uh, you know, you, you know, do you know any any famous people? I was like, no. Yeah, right. no, I don't know anybody. It's like, um, you live in Los Angeles. You don't know Yeah, I, I think they almost kind of had that thought. They're like, how do you not know anybody? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They didn't say that. They're, 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 my publisher is awesome. They're, they're really great people. It was fun to work with them. Anyway, so but they were saying, you need to get some sort of endorsements from somebody. Uh, and so I was, it was like, you know, a week before uh, it went to print. Where, mm-hmm. you know, so I just I made this like quick little video. I was like, I don't know any famous people. Please help me. If you, are, if you are famous and you are watching this video, you know, contact me. Or if you know someone famous, whatever. You know, I just need an endorsement or a forward or something for the book. Mm-hmm. So two days later, I get an email. Uh, uh, um, yeah, in my email, it's, it's the, 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 the from thing says Ed Begley. Mm-hmm. And it says, hi, can I help Ed Begley Jr.? And I'm like, well, what a, like, how did that happen? So turn I would on. ask him for for help with everything. Yeah, just <laughs> help like, me with everything. Like, can you um, house sit for me? Yeah. I'm gonna be gone for a week. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he he. It was great. And what happened was the power of this world we live in. Yeah. One of my Twitter followers, JoJo, the great JoJo. Um, she just, she, I, I had that little video. She tweeted that to, to Ed Begley. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, because I then went and looked back at the tweets and she's, right. she said, Hey, Mr. Begley, do you know this guy? He, he needs mm-hmm. help. And so I guess you watched the video and he's like, That's and, so great. And then I saw him respond to her. He's like, Yeah, I just emailed him. And I was like, That's crazy. He, he's a great dude. Mm-hmm. I run a, um, a concert series uh, with a friend of mine. It's a free concert series that we mm-hmm. do every year. And it's um, it's called the Natural Stage Project. It's free okay. concerts on hiking trails, and there, we were doing one of them. And I had emailed him just like his mm-hmm. fan mail email address that I could mm-hmm. find, and I was just like, "Hey, would you be able to come and talk to people about you know the environment or whatever?" Right, right. Just because he's like the guy. He is you know? the guy. And he wrote me back right away, and he he would have done it, but he was out of town for the weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but I like. I'm sure he would do it again. Like he would totally. do it if I asked him again a different time. And he's just that kind of guy. He, just, he loves to support, mm-hmm. you know, anything that's you know within the environmental realm. I guess you know he's he's. I see him like talking at a lot of events. Like he's mm-hmm. he's like all over the place. I'm like this is great, right? Because right? I follow him on Twitter now, so mm-hmm. he's he's constantly traveling to all these different. Like that's like what he does, you know, yeah. all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's a tremendous accomplishment. Right. I'm sure that you're totally psyched. I'm it's psyched. It's probably a I'm really scared. exciting time it's for you scary. right now. It's scary. Like, now that the book is, like, out there, mm-hmm. it's, like, kind of nerve-wracking. I'm like, I'll, I'll take them all back. Just 
forget forget the whole thing. I'm like nervous about like I don't know. I don't know what I'm nervous about, but you know, it's I don't know. I just I just want to cancel the whole thing and say forget it. Just take I'll take them all. Well, I'll never return my copy. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, thank you, Brian. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Joe. and thank you for bringing these amazing snacks. Excellent. It was a very much a pleasure to destroy some snacks here with you, John. Fantastic. So, like I said before, we're gonna take you out with um, that vegan song cool. from Jonathan Mann. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so follow Brian at Sexy Vegan. Follow me at Vegan Snacker. I follow him and now. That's what I'm. That's what I am. Yep. I'm a Vegan Snacker. And uh, yeah. And thanks for listening. Bye. Hey Ivory. Yeah, Jonathan. You're vegan, right? Yes, that's right. I am. Can I ask you some questions then? Sure, man. Of course you can. Are you ready for the questions then? What are you waiting for? Where do you get your protein? Protein, protein. Only meat has protein. So where do you get your protein? Actually, lots of things have protein. Beans have protein. Greens have protein. Fruits and nuts have protein. Get your calcium, only milk has calcium. Healthy bones from cow's milk, calcium, I drink it yum. Lots of plants have calcium, and lots and lots of calcium. And cholesterol, well, they have none of the fat found in milk. Calcium, no fat? Greens give me calcium? What about our ancestors? Didn't they eat meat? If I wasn't supposed to eat it, then why do I have these teeth? Do your teeth look like chickens that are living on farms now. If everyone were vegan, it wouldn't happen overnight. Demand would just decline, and so would the supply. Isn't vegan food just bland and gross? No, it's yummier than most. You care about animals more, you do. I care about animals, people too. Aren't vegan men weak and girly? I find vegan men quite sexy. B12, so they're ha-ha. B12's for where do you get your protein? Plants. Where do you get calcium? Plants. Where do you get your iron? Plants. Where do you get your zinc? Plants. Where do you get your protein? Plants. Where do you get calcium? Plants. Where do you get your iron? Plants. Where do you get your zinc? Plants. Hey, Ivory. Yeah, Jonathan. I think I get it now. You do? Yeah, it's all about plants. Yep, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Glad we cleared it up. Me too. Let's have a snack. Okay.